0: You're listening to Luke's English podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please, for the nominations in the category for Best Blog 2011. And the nominations are Film English, ESL Podcast Blog, and Luke's English Podcast. And the winner is Luke's English Podcast. Luke Thompson started recording Luke's English Podcast in his flat nearly three years ago. Now it's gone on to become one of the most popular learning English podcasts on the internet. This is the first time that Luke has won an award for anything in his life and now it sets a precedent for all later work which I expect he will find very hard to match. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Mr Luke Thompson. Um, I don't. I don't actually know what to say. Um, well, actually, I do because I've uh, written it all down, but and I've been practicing. But um, now I, you know, I really, I really did not expect this. I never imagined in my whole life that I could ever win an Oscar for the Best Actor in the, uh, the Academy Awards. Sorry, I mean uh, for the Best Blog in the Macmillan Dictionary Love English Awards uh, 2011. I'm, I'm deeply proud and humbled uh, to have won this prestigious award uh, for Best Blog. And uh, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, Macmillan for uh, creating this award. Um, I'd like to thank my manager, my agent, my lawyer, and my lovely, gorgeous girlfriend, all of whom are actually the same person. Uh, I'd like to thank all my wonderful listeners for voting for the podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate your votes. Thanks for listening. I'm glad the podcast is useful, enjoyable, and really helps you to to, to learn uh, English. An <clears throat> um, uh, extra special thanks to those of you who managed to listen to me. Uh, all the way to the end of every episode and even dig deep in your pockets and offer me um, a a small donation. Uh, Thanks to my parents for actually meeting each other and and, uh, conceiving me uh, bringing me up to say uh, schedule not schedule and for generally tutoring me in the ways of righteousness. Thank you. I literally would not be here today if it wasn't for you. Thanks. Thanks mum and thanks dad. Um, I'd like to thank my uh, philosophy teacher, Mr. Valence, for teaching me that uh, all I know is that I know nothing, and I think, therefore, I am. I still don't really understand what they mean, but they've been very useful to me. I'd like to thank my vocal cords, my tongue, and my alveolar ridge. Um, I couldn't have done this uh, without you guys. Thanks a lot. I'd like to mention some people you've probably never heard of. Um, Turd Ferguson, uh, Matoki Takeuchi... Um, Kevin Phillips-Bong, um, Terry Nutkins, and, uh, and, and Clyde Stubblefield um, for, for everything that you've done for me. Thank you so much. Um, oh, my God. I'd like to thank my brother, James, uh, for designing my logo and for so eloquently helping me to explain uh, all the rudest swear words in the English language. Thank you so much, James. Thank you to uh, Yoda uh, for teaching me uh, the ways of the force um, I'd just like to say thank you to you for listening to this and for actually having such good taste and sense for downloading episodes of Loose English podcast. Thank you so much. Um, um, thank you, thank you for God for inventing the internet and language and ears and things and just you know, God bless everyone. God bless me. God bless us. And, and God bless America. Um, God, I don't even know why I said that. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm just so overwhelmed. Um, Thank you to everyone I I forgot to thank. uh, Thank you to the English language, um, all the phrasal verbs and idioms and prepositions. Well, maybe not the prepositions, but thank you for the nouns and verbs and adjectives and adverbs. And, And finally, thank you to the past perfect continuous passive mixed conditional verb form because if I hadn't been being given the opportunity to do this, then I would never have had been being able to have had so many votes. So thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and, And good night. Just thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to Luke's English podcast. I'm just sitting here in the living room as usual with uh, my brother again. Hello. Hello
1: again. All right. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Not bad.
0: Did you um, did you uh, see that I won the uh, the award?
1: Um, you should have told us. I didn't realise you uh, won the award. Um, you, sh- you shouldn't be so humble about these sarcasm. things. Sarcasm. Sarcasm.
0: Didn't you go to the award ceremony?
1: They wouldn't let me in.
0: Right, because you weren't well dressed enough. No, you gotta gotta wear a suit to those things. You a know? suit, not just not this a, old not suit, a, not a suit, but a suit. You should uh, you know should dress up nice for these things. Then they'd let you in. You know, I hung out with you know Johnny Depp and Angelina and uh, um, you know George uh, Clooney, um, <laughs> and um, Ricky Gervais was hosting it. Yeah, it was brilliant.
1: Mm. I won the award. You won a, a bloody dictionary.
0: I want a dictionary. That's right.
1: Right, we get that. Okay, I'm not that I'm putting that down. That's great. That's a great achievement. It is. It's that's it's just. I've, I feel like I've heard enough about the dictionary now. To be honest, that's all <laughs> I'm saying. A, I might have. You might have milked that one a little I bit think too I much.
0: Over egged the pudding. Yes, as they say. To, to basically, I yeah I probably <laughs> talked about it a bit too much. In the in the beginning, when I entered that competition, or when I was was entered by someone, I thought um, I didn't I didn't expect to win it. So it became kind of an... Um, You're talking about it again. I'm talking about it
1: again, aren't I?
0: God, I can't. I'm not allowed to <laughs> fucking talk about it now. You I swore might.
1: again. I uh, have to oh, beat that out. Okay. This isn't an explicit. It's is not. This shouldn't Edition. be an explicit
0: episode. We're just. Uh, basically, we're going to now talk about um, what's been going on, right? What has been going on recently, like in the news and just generally what's been going on. So, what's been going on with you? What have you been up to?
1: Um, As little as possible.
0: Well you've been doing as little as possible Yeah um, uh, This is fascinating
1: I can't think of anything interesting I went to the cinema yesterday It's about the most oh, interesting yeah. thing yeah, I can yeah. think of
0: Which film did you see? I went
1: to Young Adult
0: Young Adult With It
1: sounds, sounds dodgy Which
0: cinema did you go to?
1: The Hackney Empire
0: Okay so it's a, just a normal film is it? Yeah, funny. You didn't funny it to guy. Or
1: I went with my girlfriend. It's a normal film. I think it's a fifteen.
0: It's called Young Adult.
1: Young okay. Adult. Charlize Theron.
0: Oh yes, Charlize Theron. Yeah,
1: very good. She's, very good film. She's
0: a very good actress.
1: Right, let's talk about the news. <laughs>
0: oh God. Uh, my brother's in a slightly impatient mood uh, this evening for some reason. He's um, he's not like me. He's not a professional uh, speaker. Um, I'm just insulted him now. This is going so well. <laughs> right, we let's talk
1: p- about the news. That's okay. I think that's what we, we that's what I'm here for.
0: Is that the to reason you came, my to talk about yeah the news?
1: to cast my expert eye over the oh weeks right. the weeks events and across the media and across uh, the world.
0: Okay, so uh, what have you come across? What news stories have you come across?
1: Um, well, I suppose. Uh, well, I've got a list here. I'm not going to lie; I'm not making these up. The Olympics—the first one I've got on my list. What do you think about the Olympics? Because um, we're, host- we're hosting them here in I London know. this yeah, year. Yeah, the,
0: the Olympics are taking place in London this year. Uh, we, we, um, like—I don't know when the Olympic bid began. I think it was probably about four years ago, right when the just after the when was it? Was it before the China Olympics or after that? Anyway, a number of years ago, uh, we entered the bid. And it, we probably spent millions and millions of pounds just to bid on the games, mm-hmm. and we won it, right? And so, um, like the city of or the mayor of London and the government of trying to convince us that this is a brilliant thing that we should all be really, really um, happy about. And on one hand, it is great because the Olympics obviously is, um, you know, an amazing festival where you know all the countries in the world get you know take part, and it's like a. An amazing sort of uh, celebration but then on, on the other hand if it's happening here in London London's already such a crowded place that it could become an absolute nightmare
1: and also during what's becoming a recession yeah isn't it just a massive waste of money when there's people having their benefits taken away from them Um, councils that have less and less money to spend on basic Mm. services when the poor are getting poorer the rich are getting richer do you really need this pointless festival of sport personally I don't care about sport whatsoever um, I don't follow football. I don't care who wins the World Cup. Well, the World Cup, I watch that. Okay, I'll watch the World Cup. It's usually
0: a disappointment, though, isn't it? The World yeah,
1: Cup? but at least it's entertaining. But anything. generally, I don't, I don't care about who can run the fastest. I'm we're a bit old for that now. Yeah, I yeah. I kept when I was ten. It was quite a big deal, you know, who can run the quickest down the street But can, I kind of got over that you Who can know? run the fastest? Yeah, who can don't, run the fastest? Are we, are, we just, are we still children? As,
0: as, a, as a species, the humans Haven't we gone beyond that kind of Oh, let's see who can run the fastest <laughs> In a way, we've, we've, that, that question is now redundant, isn't it? Because we've got uh, so much technology We've
1: got cars And
0: we've got cars, yeah, exactly <laughs> We've got a bike I think when the bicycle was invented the pretty much the one hundred meters sprint kind of became a bit redundant. No, I
1: mean, it? I don't really mind athletics, but why can't they just do it in a sports hall? Hire one out, fifty quid an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I'm serious. Do they really need to build a, a billion pound stadium and, to do way, this all in?
0: It's all become a bit competitive between different countries. It's, like each country is trying to be yeah. better than the next.
1: Personally, I think it's just a massive waste of money. And if we had to, like money come out of our ears and we were very very. Rich and there was no problems with poverty in this country, which is mm. never going to happen. Yeah. But if we were living in sort of a utopia, yeah. then great, you know, have a festival of sport. But otherwise, I just think it's a complete waste of money. But don't you, know? you
0: think that a lot of people are going to enjoy it? Don't you think it sort of gives yeah, but some I'd excitement rather... yeah, to people's lives? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't hate it. I don't wish sports to be banned. <laughs> Why would it be banned? I know I'm. I'm joking, but I just think there's the money could be spent on better things when we're in a recession. And
0: you mean basic? It's it, but it's very difficult to know exactly what the best way.
1: And also, I thought the Olympics was supposed to be a very non-commercial event. Yes. Like traditionally, you're not supposed to have brand logos on your clothes. It's supposed to be a festival for the people and the sport comes first and not about branding. That's what I was brought up to believe the Olympics were about. But But now it's just Coca Cola and McDonald's. And what have they done for sport? Just making kids fatter. Well, they've
0: they've made people need to do sport. Yeah, in order to lose some weight. Yeah, exactly. Like if you drink a lot of McDonald's and Coke, then you're certainly going to require a lot of exercise. But you're not not going to be able to. In a strange way, they are promoting sport. By making kids fat, I mean that allegedly. You know, I don't want to say that's a scientific fact, but you know, if you eating
1: McDonald's makes you fat, that is a fact. Well,
0: eating a lot of McDonald's as part of an unbalanced diet um, can make you fat. And then, of course, you're going to need to do more sports. So, anyway, I don't know. But what I'm saying is that I don't know if we, I don't know how much money is going to come into the country as a result of having the Olympics. Well, it's going to come in... Where's that money going to go? It's going to go
1: to the McDonald's Corporation, the Coca-Cola Corporation. They're the ones that are benefiting from this. I mean, you could... I mean, also... But but it's
0: all all revenue, isn't it? It's all revenue to the government. I don't know whether um, if they make make money commercially... I mean, if, like, I don't know, businesses make money here, they can be taxed, right? But then again, on one hand, you have no Olympic Games... And you take the money which they would have spent on the Olympics and put it into benefits, you know, into sp- public spending. Or you have the Olympic Games and A, it's like a big festival and it makes people take part. And a lot of people will be really proud to have the Olympics in London. You know, it'll be a big thing for London. Um, a lot of people from around the world, millions and millions of people will come here. Yeah, that's millions the bit
1: of, I don't like so much. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that might make our lives difficult. But at the same time, maybe it will help the economy somehow. <laughs> who, I don't know who how... Knows?
1: Who when, knows? I'm not an expert. Whether it's going to
0: damage the economy or actually help the economy, we don't really know.
1: Well, uh, I mean, what, there is there has been a lot of um, regeneration of East London. Because they want the area to look nice for yeah. our international visitors to show off to make... London look nice, yeah. and in some ways that's good. And they talk about the legacy; that's kind of a catchphrase. They talk about the Olympics; they're saying it's not just about the event; it's about the legacy. As in, they'll have this big stadium that will be used. No one actually knows what they're going to use it for, but they think <laughs> this is going to be a venue for something in the future. Yes. And they do up some areas; they create more sporting facilities, and blah 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 blah. Okay. So you yeah. know, yeah, whatever.
0: But the um the the main thing for us, I think, is regardless of how you feel about the Olympics as an institution, I think that because so many people are going to come to London, um, millions of people apparently, it could be really, really crowded and really um, really inconvenient, don't you think? What
1: about the uh, terrorist implications? The,
0: well, they, yeah, there's these, these fears that there will be terrorist attacks. Because
1: it's a, it's a real target, isn't it? If you were an anti-Western... Uh, terrorist, anti, I don't know, what are they, they anti-everything, they're against everything, but uh, anti, you know, the Western world and decadence and capitalism and whatever, you know, they're a pretty good target to hit, and I read in the newspaper today or somewhere that they think there's danger of a lone wolf, I'm putting that in inverted commas, a lone wolf attack, as in a single terrorist, not part of a unit or not part of a cell, just decides to go and blow themselves up. During the Olympics, or shoot an athlete, or something like that. Right. So
0: what you're saying is that there's a threat of, well, hold on, let's not. uh, I mean, I'm not being
1: paranoid. I'm not being paranoid. I'm just saying I read it in the paper. Um,
0: Yeah. But but um, um, yeah, some people are scared that there will be like a terrorist attack. I don't
1: know about scared, but I think it's definitely the Olympics will be a target in some people's eyes.
0: Yeah. So I'm sure that security um, will have a lot of work to do to make sure the place, the whole thing is safe but um, yeah, some people are concerned maybe that um, there will be some te- act of terrorism and either that will come from like an organised group of people like a terror cell like a small group mm. of people who are together organising it or a lone wolf <laughs> that's like a person on their own. Well, I don't know why they call. Makes it
1: a sound lone wolf. very cool, doesn't it? I want to be a lone wolf.
0: You, you can be. A lone wolf. <laughs> I mean, all you need to do is do something on your own, and you're a lone wolf. I mean, you came here on your own, didn't you, on the underground? Yeah, you I did. Like a lone wolf, a lone wolf commuter.
1: Yeah, but wolves do, you know, kill things, don't they? So you
0: probably killed something.
1: I was a lone here. lone commuter. I wasn't a lone wolf. Although yeah. it is a full moon tonight.
0: Um, There is... (laughs) It is a a fantastic full moon outside. There is that joke, of course, which is... um, I used to be a werewolf, but I'm all right now.
1: Okay, well, let's get on to the next topic. We've cleared that one up.
0: We've done the Olympics.
1: We Basically, we don't know what to think.
0: I think that, for me, I'm going to try and avoid the Olympics
1: really I saw a good sorry just while I, I remember
0: I Yeah, I haven't finished my I'm going to try and avoid the Olympics because for me the, probably the centre of London for me is already totally crowded and, and congested anyway so I'm probably going to just avoid it because what I hate is in the middle of summer being trapped in an underground train um, full of people um, it could just be really difficult and we all know that tourists don't know how to use the (laughs) underground right like uh you know they all sort of walk along the the uh, the uh uh, what do you call it the platform platform. they walk along the platform with massive suitcases and just sort of stop in the middle of the platform and go i think i'm just going to stop because um, i'm not sure where i'm going and then the whole of london stops i did a whole podcast about Mm. that with ollie which you May
1: have listened to no i didn't yeah. the best one is when they get on the tube with a massive rucksack on the tube doors close on their rucksack yeah. and they're basically pinned to the door trapped yeah like a sort of scared animal and it's very very funny <laughs> <laughs> so keep doing that keep yeah, doing that because well, it really brightens up my sometimes,
0: day sometimes um you see families getting separated
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that not other funny other, that it, isn't funny
0: i saw it the other day i saw a japanese family dithering by the doors of a crowded underground train and half the family got on the train and they were like come on get on the train and and the other half um like didn't manage to get i think it was like one member of the family like a sort of teenage nine-year-old teenage guy was like oh you know obviously going oh i don't want to get on that train it's too crowded and the doors closed and he was left outside the train while his family just just disappeared into, oh my God. into the underground system. He was probably pleased because he thought, "Now I can go and you know get pissed or something." And
1: go to Soho and
0: go to go to Soho and like buy uh, a Union Jack t shirt mm. or some other tourist thing. Anyway, let's not be too <laughs> down on the tourists because no, we were we-
1: joking. we just, it's just a joke.
0: We, we tourists do, are nice. We welcome
1: tourists in And also, I'm a tourist when I go to other countries, and I wouldn't like them laughing at me, would I? Yeah, I'm sure they do laugh at Yeah, they sometimes. probably do, yeah.
0: I mean, you went to New York, didn't you, recently? No. A couple of years ago, you that's did. Not,
1: yeah, you? a couple of years ago, that's well, not, not recently. Quite,
0: fairly recently, in the grand scheme of your extremely long life. All right, all right. I think it is quite I went to recent.
1: Budapest recently, and we, we got there, and we were so excited, we got out, we started taking photos of everything. And I found myself taking a photo of a van. Just an ordinary van <laughs> didn't Why? have anything special about it because I was in Budapest, I was excited. I was like, Wow, look, there's a van! Uh, uh, and then, <laughs> van. and then I was like, What the hell am I doing? Why am I taking a photo of this van? I and bet then I the, really realized...
0: I bet all the locals are like, Look at this idiot taking yeah. a photo of van. a van. <laughs> what a
1: dickhead! But that's exactly the kind of thing I see tourists sit around go, oh, What a loser! Why is he I taking a photo loser. of that van? Yeah, yeah. So, we'll do it.
0: We're we're all weird when we're tourists. Next
1: on the list, yes, the Queen's Diamond Jubilee.
0: The Queen's Diamond Jubilee, right? So it was what sixty years ago that she became the Queen. Her dad died, King George the Sixth.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: George the Sixth died. He's the guy in the King's Speech, mm. played by Colin, Colin Firth. Firth. He died. Not not Colin Firth. He's still alive, I think. But uh, King George the Sixth died. Um, and so that was uh, 60 years ago um and obviously when he died um queen elizabeth well elizabeth princess elizabeth at the time became queen
1: queen uh, elizabeth the second she
0: was the oldest um Sounds be a bit child.
1: weird having a bit par- big party because your dad died
0: I know. It's like, yeah. Imagine the mixed feelings that yeah. you would have.
1: Mixed emotions here today as the queen <laughs> <laughs> puts on the crown for the very first time. Wouldn't
0: it be? Wouldn't it be um, a really weird moment though, when you know that your your father has died? First of all, you'd feel so upset and sad about that. But then, at that moment, you'd know that you've become the the queen of the realm.
1: I think I'd want to stay in bed to be I honest. I would.
0: I don't. I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't relish that thought. No,
0: I'd I would feel very uh confused and, and messed up about that, mm. I think. But, I mean, no wonder she's
1: such a heavy drinker.
0: <laughs> what is she? <laughs>
1: it's well known fact. Well known that's, fact. She hits the sherry by about half eleven I, most days. Don't know about that. By midday, she's she's onto a second or third. You're
0: joking at this point, aren't you? By
1: midnight, she is hammered.
0: It's important to point out that you're just being humorous, <laughs> because a lot of the listeners will be like, "I oh, didn't." Apparently, the Queen is an alcoholic, <laughs> and then this rumor will fly around the world because everyone listens to. Uh, <coughs> It's a Luke's English podcast. Mm. You know, even like the big leaders of the world, you know, will be listening to this. And be, oh, I'm sh- I'm shocked that the Queen um, apparently drinks um, so much. It's just a joke, right? And
1: Barack Obama knows all about that. They got really hammered together. Yeah, what mm-hmm. were they drinking? They were drinking scotch. Yeah, mm.
0: what single malt scotch yeah, whiskey? Oh, obviously, yeah. Barack Obama and the Queen getting got drunk, wasted, together, yeah. doing shots.
1: Yeah, and then um, she also smokes pot. The Queen. Does she really? Mm, it was well,
0: well. Queen Victoria used to smoke uh, pot, as you say.
1: I think she used to take it. I don't know if she used to smoke it, oh, but right. yeah, for arthritis pains or something. She had pain, oh, peri- period
0: yeah. pains and arthritis pains it could so be one of those Queen, rubbish stories. Though Queen Victoria though. would apparently use cannabis to help her uh, with her, her period pains and stuff. And but you're saying that Queen Elizabeth the, the first smoked pot. The second. So should, the, the second. Are
1: you, no, I just are made sure that, up. that. I just made that up. I'm You're lying. Just joking. I'm just lying. To be funny, anyway, you? Diamond Jubilee. Do you really care? Oh, El- Elton John, Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah. And who else is performing? Someone else. I
0: don't know one of the other ones, like Sir Mick Jagger.
1: No, he's he wouldn't. I
0: don't know. He's a Sir, isn't he? Is he? Yeah.
1: Mick Jagger's Mick a Sir. Mick Jagger's Sir Mick he's Jagger. Knight. He's yes, a knight. He's a knight. He's a knight of the realm. For what? For services to paedophilia or something. Whoa
0: there where are all these allegations going from today? <laughs>
1: Sorry I'm just a bit bored today I'm just that, trying well, to liven he it up. He's an
0: alcoholic and a drug addict and that uh, Mick, Mick Jagger is a paedophile I was <laughs> he must
1: have done at least once oh. in his time
0: And <laughs> um, I, I think my listeners don't even know what like a night is probably uh, uh, I should
1: clear it up. What is it though really? What does it mean? Well
0: I explain it because I have tried to de- answer this question before when people have asked me about it that every year the Queen gives um, makes a list of honours, and these are people who have contributed a lot to, like the country in some way. Usually, it's because they've made a lot of money
1: for yeah. the country. So, um, or cultural ambassador in some way.
0: Um, people who basically make have, a lot of money have, have contributed a lot, and therefore deserve to be given some kind of title. And there are different types of titles, like OBE which is Order of the British Empire, MBE, Member of the British Empire. and I think What's the, CBE? Um, I don't know. I don't know that one. But is
1: there, there is one, we, CBE. We should
0: probably Google it. But anyway, OBE and MBE are the most common ones. And then the, the highest honour that you can be given is to be given a knighthood. Um, and that's when the Queen actually, um, usually the Queen, sometimes Prince Charles, actually knights you. So he kind sort of uh, does this big ceremony where he places a sword on either shoulder and you, then you become a knight of the realm um and but that doesn't give
1: you any special powers does it i mean you can't I don't
0: know i don't know really does that mean you get power to... and as such no you just get the res- the respect it's a bit like winning the Macmillan love dictionary awards for mm. the best blog you know i don't mm. actually get any power no but
1: you get a dictionary
0: i get a dictionary and i get the 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 right to Post, um, uh, you know, to put a badge on my site that says that I won, yeah. and then when people look at the site, they go, "Oh, wow! Well, it must be good." If so, if anything, it's wall.
1: better than winning an OBE because they don't get a dictionary, do they? No, they, they just don't. get letters after their they name. They just get three letters. And you get a whole dictionary full of words. Yeah,
0: which I will be giving away. Your, <sighs> I've been right. talking about that too much.
1: So. Yeah, I don't think there's really much so more anyway, to say. But is there?
0: This year, it's a, like her 60th anniversary.
1: I thought you said it was 70th.
0: 60th, 60th. Okay, 60th um, is diamond. And Queen Victoria was the longest-serving monarch. Mm. And um, but but Queen Elizabeth II is very close to to beating her.
1: Go on, Queenie. Record. Go on, Lizzie. You can she, do it. You
0: can make it. You're not dead yet. <laughs> Isn't it weird that we just sort of talk about this as like yep 60 years you know 60 years of not being dead is Mm. what she's celebrating Um, she's not 60 years old of course she's like 80 something Um, 80
1: centuries
0: Yeah, um, I'm planning to do a whole episode about the royal family later on and we'll come back to this subject Mm. but um, this this will be a big year for the royal family and there's going to be a big celebration apparently lots and lots of boats on the river Thames it's going to cost even more money yeah um, Woohoo! What's what's next? Did you see the Super Bowl, the American Super, no, Super I, Bowl?
1: I didn't catch that. I didn't. Did you see it?
0: No, I didn't see it
1: either. Who are the teams?
0: No idea.
1: The it's new it, the New England, it's
0: the New York uh, New York Dolls, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like they're a band,
1: yeah. The New York Dolls versus the the, uh, the Stooges, the, the Iggy Hot, and the Red Hot the, Chili, Chili Peppers. The New York
0: Dolls versus the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: Yep. Yeah, who, at
0: Yankee Stadium. Any idea I what? Any idea what stadium. the score?
1: I think it was about two hundred and fifty to. Two hundred thousand million. I think
0: it's two hundred and fifty <laughs> to two hundred and forty-nine. And they have and, and third down and ten <laughs> and uh, John Frusciante in the end zone uh, nodding off on heroin as the the ball comes through. Oh, and it sails over his head. You he didn't even notice. Um, I I don't understand American football. Well, I think either.
1: they they split it up into about eighteen quarters and more, maybe more to have more fit more ad, adverts in. Really? That's how I understand it. It's basically about adverts, the Super Bowl, and eating crap food, drinking weak beer, and, uh, cheering on a bunch of knuckle-headed, knuckle-headed is overpaid that a real
0: sportsmen word? in in armour.
1: Yeah, in body armour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, um, actually, the American Super Bowl is a massive sporting event, one of the biggest entertainment events of the year, and um, it's huge in America. And in many countries around the world. Now we in England don't really watch American football very much. Well, first of all, we call it American football.
1: Yeah, they just call it football. They call
0: it. They don't call it football. They call it football, right? And we think that's ridiculous that they call it football because they don't really kick the ball in the game. In fact, the ball if, isn't even round. Yeah, you, you don't even. You don't really touch the ball with your feet very much. Only sometimes in that game, obviously. <laughs> So we, we don't like the fact that they call it football. And they can pass forwards. They not, can throw the ball forwards and everything. But it's a and bl- they wear
1: this... I mean, what I like about soccer, what they, well, bloody whatever, football, football, is you can play it in a park with a ball. All you need to play football is a ball. Yeah. All you need to play American football is a bloody massive pitch, this huge, weird upside-down goal thing. You things. can play American football in, yeah. in a park. Yeah, but not the full game. You can't play the full contact sport game because um, you'd break your neck, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, I guess. They
1: need so. all that padding just in order to have a little kick around. You can't have a kick around. I mean, you can play touch football, I yeah. suppose, but that's not the actual game.
0: Have you ever seen an American football game live?
1: Not live. I, I used to I used to get into it in the 80s. They used to show them on Channel 4. Yeah. And yeah. it was quite fun.
0: I quite it's like quite sport, a good sport, actually. It's not that bad.
1: No. It's Come just, on, it's
0: quite a good. it's quite exciting. It's just quite
1: easy to take the mick out of, really, isn't we it? We just, but, like... M- mocking, fun of, mocking people like for Mocking fun.
0: Americans, and it's you know. To be honest, I think American football is probably a really exciting sport. I mean, look at football. Yeah, but the
1: amount of adverts—they're like, we're going to stop for an ad now while that ball is in the air, you know. And they're like, another advert. <laughs> well, we've ad we've, we've for...
0: seen one minute of Super Bowl. Now it's time for a word from our sponsor.
1: That's Duff Light. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This buds for you yeah, and all that stuff so it's the corporate nature of it really that it is lot. and
1: all the screaming and the pointlessness of it all and just the <laughs> de- crushing depression <laughs> you're,
0: you're really negative today <laughs> you need to lighten up, be more positive
1: but anyway the reason we're talking about it is there's some extreme controversy is there? during the year uh, the middle of the, well, on the 13th ad break or whatever, they have some entertainment. Madonna yeah. and MIA or Mia, whatever her name is.
0: MIA is like a. Uh, she's a musician. Her dad's a Tamil
1: tiger. She's apparently. a musician
0: from Sri Lanka, right? MIA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And halfway through the performance, she flipped the bird.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, we've actually have dealt with flipped the bird in another episode. That means that she raised her middle Made finger. Her middle
1: finger which...
0: So, wait, wait, wait. Um, Madonna and MIA performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And during the performance, MIA raised her middle finger to Madonna.
1: No, to someone. I'm not quite sure I missed that bit. But she just raised it as part of the performance. Oh, so
0: she, during the performance, she yeah. raised her middle yeah. finger.
1: Not and, that shocking, you might think. But apparently, people are very upset well, about in that. In
0: America, you know, there's a lot of like... Pre,
1: of, Pre-Watershed, Christians yeah, and that.
0: They're, they're very sensitive in America about any kind of... Um, uh, what's the word for it, explicit stuff, you know, especially on... Uh, you can imagine the Super Bowl, lots of American families would be watching that, and they'd be very offended by seeing M.I.A. sticking her finger in. Mm-hmm.
1: Why is that brown girl doing that with her finger? <laughs> <laughs> they <Mommy>! wouldn't like... <laughs> 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 mommy!
0: Mommy! <laughs> mommy, I'm frightened, I'm scared! <laughs> the weird brown girl from Sri Lanka <laughs> is raising her middle finger! Mommy! What does this mean? It's okay, darling... I'm gonna write a very terse email, just <laughs> Superbowl.com
1: to the NFL.
0: Um, okay.
1: We're being a bit We're mean, being, aren't we? I'm crazy. Today. A bit crass.
0: Um, anyway, but the Super Bowl is a big event, and does it matter that Mia raised her middle finger? Well, I don't think it's it really just uh, myself. Uh, uh,
1: coincidentally, her new single's out today.
0: Ah, uh, so it's a big event a stunt publicity. It's
1: a fake. Um, sh- what's the word controversy? It's basically yeah. controversy around nothing, you know. And people like us are still talking about it, and we should yeah. be, be clever enough now to say we don't care, we so, don't give a toss. So, really, like
0: MIA did this shocking thing just so that everyone would talk about her and buy her album, and it's worked. Well, so I haven't bought her album,
1: but we're talking about it. I do
0: believe her album is available for download on from, iTunes uh, from iTunes from the iTunes store.
1: Um, I listened to the single today. Pretty crap. Is it? Yeah, she had that one tune. All I want to do is. That was and okay. Yeah. And take your money. I mean, it was okay. Top, top. You know, out of ten, I'd give it a five. Just this, she
0: sampled the Clash in that song. Mm. That's the best bit of the song. Yeah,
1: really. they should have just not sampled the Clash just played the Clash. I
0: can play a bit of that song. So Let's not bother. Know what it is? No. Anyway, if you're wondering, it's called "Paper Planes" by M.I.A. You might know it. It's quite good. But anyway, uh, what else has been going on? Uh,
1: Dickens. Oh, Dickens. 200th anniversary of Dickens' birth.
0: Charles Dickens. Charles
1: Dickens. Not really much to say about that. It's
0: just a, a brilliant author um, of, of fantastic stories, and um, he he. Um, he was quite a good person, wasn't he? I mean, he. he often I think he was
1: quite into social reform, and he yeah. was quite shocked by some of the things he saw in the poverty of London. And
0: he used to write stories about um, poor, you know, about society and about the rich and poor, and mm. he would often reveal uh, the conditions of poor people living mm. in London, for example.
1: And he used to use a lot of elements from real life. In yes, his fiction, really realistic, but I mean, he actually referred to real incidents and real uh, or got his inspiration from real people. Like, apparently, he met a convict mm. somewhere down with the docks or something, and that convict was his inspiration for I Mag-witch. think it's called Magwitch, yeah, the convict in Great Expectations. Yeah, brilliant character, yeah, really interesting. So, yeah, we talked about Dickens before, didn't we, in a different.
0: I think we mentioned Podcast. Dickens and Shakespeare before, but basically, it's the 200th anniversary of of what Dickens's death or birth? Birth. Right, so it's a good thing to celebrate because yeah. he was a, a fantastic author and he wrote some really great stories like Oliver Twist and Great Expectations and David Copperfield. And people
1: talk about things being Dickensian, describe you know as a description of something, or that you know it's a very Dickensian scene. So, so it's almost become his own. Yeah, it's, like, know, what a, it's would you like an adjective. An adjective. Mm.
0: So, yeah, when people say Dickensian, they are d- describing something as being sort of very gritty and realistic, and maybe sort of uh,
1: harking back to an older time.
0: And yeah, like 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 a kind of nineteenth-century vision of London. You yeah. know that old did that basically the cliche of London, which is that it's an, a very old, um, dark, S- grey, smoky, smoky, foggy place. place with lots of. Sort of, uh, you know, gap-tooth urchins and uh, uh, chimney sweeps and, yeah. uh, and stuff like that. It's basically, Charles Dickens kind of was, was put made that part. into the
1: popular consciousness.
0: That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. Right now, um, I found a couple of um, slightly more light-hearted stories. I the suppose. Oscars. We could talk well, about. yeah, we could talk about the Oscars. The, the Oscar nominations happened recently. That I mean, the, the only thing about the Oscars is that. Um, um, obviously, that's that's going to be finished soon. And, and uh, but anyway, the Oscar was the Oscar nominations came out recently, and it looks like, in my opinion, George Clooney is probably going to win Best Actor. I think for what the Descendants. Haven't seen it, and, and I, I I think he's going to win, but it could be Jean de Jardin, the, uh, the the French actor who is in this silent film, The Artist. And we, can, mm, we haven't seen about, that either. They're, they're both really good films. I, I thought they were great.
1: What was that quote you had about Clooney? Uh, before? I found a
0: quote about George Clooney. Which um, I mean, look, the ladies love George, don't they? He's yeah. he's often voted like the sexiest man in the world and stuff. Even though he's kind of going grey, he's got a few grey hairs going on. But the ladies still seem to think he's uh, he's wonderful. Uh, my girlfriend, for example, rather <laughs> rather no, annoying. No jealousy still there. Still loves huh? uh, George Clooney. <coughs> Um, where's the quote about George Clooney I found you it you can anywhere. remember it can't you um, no I need to read it word for words psychic
1: Simon psychic Simon <laughs> um,
0: alright I've got it here somewhere so
1: alright well I'll talk about something else
0: no I've, it's alright don't worry everything's fine um, but anyway I think George Clooney's probably going to win the Oscar because it's his turn you know
1: yeah like what kind of odds do you think you get on the and also one thing I've noticed about the, the Oscars is it's not just about the film you've just you've been nominated for it's more like your career career. and they won't just give it to you on the basis of one film unless you're a supporting artist or a newcomer yeah the only way you'll get a proper oscar is if you've got a strong career behind you
0: basically like the oscars is hollywood's way of promoting its assets itself yeah so uh, the quote was george clooney always looks like he's in an advert for george clooney
1: I like that. Who said that?
0: Um, Jeff Dyer in The Times uh, this week. Nice George Clooney always looks like he's just in an advert for George Clooney. <laughs> which <laughs> is kind of true. He is, you know, in the end, um, he's always just kind of selling himself. And he does it very well. I, I like George Clooney. I think he's, he's good. And I think he's probably going to win the Oscar this year. Just because he's reached that point in his career where he's got enough good quality work in his past. And this film that he's done is, is clearly like a really good Good piece of is it a social? No, it's a kind personal story. It's a story of a, of a family uh, trying to cope with um, with loss, mm. with the loss of a, of a member of the family, and it's also about um, um, the community that you live in. Oh, and, that just, and that like reminds that.
1: me. Have you seen the trailer for the new Tom Hanks film?
0: Oh God!
1: Uh, do you know what I'm talking oh, about? It's, oh, it it's awful. the first 9/11 film. Isn't no, it? it's not. No, there's been. Oh no, there's been record. that ladder fifty-one or and there, or something.
0: And there are other films um, about the 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 aeroplanes that crashed. Right, 9/11. but this
1: is the first nine eleven mega it's, big it's, film, it's, isn't it?
0: It's about um, a boy who loses his father, and then he goes, and he loses his father on nine uh, eleven in the in the terrorist attack, and then he tries to. Uh, find out what really happened, and he tried to discover who his father really was. But the
1: was. ad, the, the, trailer but the trailer is, is so cheesy. cheesy. Oh, More cheese than the whole of France.
0: Like, it starts with the kid um, telling his dad, who's played by Tom Hanks, about about a um, uh, like a, a science uh, project. He's like, Dad, I, I had a science project. I had to find something from every age, and and he puts down a rock, and he said, "This rock came, you know." It's from every age, and then Tom Hanks is like, you rock, son, you like a really cheesy, uh, it's like, gee, gee, son, I sure love you, gee, dad, I love you too, you know, that kind of cheesy stuff, I mean, we don't really like that kind of cheese in England, I hate
1: that kind of really over the top,
0: sentimental, sentimentality. but it's really American, and a lot of other people in the world love that, but in England... We don't, because we don't like over-emotional... We don't like emotions,
1: basically. <sighs>
0: yeah, we like to just live like a cold-hearted sort of
1: No, we like, we like we like understatement.
0: Yeah, we do. We, we, Not we...
1: everyone. I can't speak for the whole bloody country. The whole bloody country, can we, I? We
0: do like understatement, though, and we, we, we prefer it when people aren't so earnest like that. Like, mm. well, gee, Dad, I sure love you. Instead, in England, it'd be like, um, yeah, you you know, Dad, you're all right, really, aren't you? Yeah,
1: we'd prefer that. I'd yeah. well up at that. Yeah. Or if someone, Dad, you old twat, and punched him in the arm, that would be you know, much more emotional. That's,
0: the, that's our most sincere way of telling your father <laughs> that you love him, is by by like getting drunk with him yeah. and then saying, um, you're all right, Dad, and
1: that's it. <laughs> or just don't we're, say anything. But
0: we're pretty rubbish, aren't we, at being emotional and, yeah. and being sincere in England. We tend to... Hide behind, behind jokes. Hide behind jokes and things. We're we we diseased. We've got like a disease. It's called a sense of humor, and we, we use it to to cover up our
1: awkwardness. It's true. Yeah, but that I've film looked, does look cheesy as hell.
0: This this Tom Hanks
1: film. Oh, I can't remember
0: what it's called, but it looks cheesy. And who's it's, the wife?
1: It's um,
0: Sandra Bullock.
1: She's <laughs> <It's> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Even though she's about thirty, Academy Tom Hanks is about 60 Academy Award winner
0: Sandra Bullock. Academy Award winner nominee. No, he's he's not a nominee. He's Tom Hanks.
1: He's won one as Writer
0: director Steven Spielberg. Uh, um, yes. Right. Anyway, Tom um, Hanks
1: has won one, hasn't he? Yeah, he
0: won one for, for the, the AIDS. Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah.
1: The AIDS thing. <coughs> the AIDS. Movie. It's like Ricky Gervais. It's like you've got to do a um uh, a
0: movie about the Holocaust, an idiot, or a movie about a Holocaust. Yeah, that's the best way to win an Oscar.
1: Play a disabled or a Jew. <laughs> That's his words, not mine. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So, um, a good week for women apparently this this week. Uh, women drivers. Now, um, the the cliche is that women can't drive and they're terrible drivers, right? Is it a cliche or is it true? Um, I'm not sure. But anyway, I think
1: they they tend to be more cautious, which make men makes men in, impatient. I think they're safer generally I think
0: men like I think men to, are a bit men, flash men like to think they're better drivers because they enjoy driving more than women, I think on mm, the whole
1: generally yeah I,
0: I, th- I think men like to think they're better at drivers better drivers because they they use driving as a way of like expressing the fact that they're a man, you know it's like I could drive faster and better than anyone else in mm. a big car. Women don't really do that, they just sort of use a car to go from a to b, yeah, so of course they don't go into the whole, yeah, I'm really good at driving. They don't value driving as like a, a way of proving yeah, for themselves. They just go from A to B, don't they? But so for men, we, we probably imagine that we're better at driving because well, it's I, more valuable to I us. I don't
1: because I can't drive. Yeah, well
0: you, you can't drive. So anyway, but <laughs> any, now,
1: any woman would be better than me.
0: Um, uh, some research has smashed this, this cliche that, uh, men are better <laughs> at driving than women. Okay. Um, in fact the the cliche is that women can't park a car right but this this apparently has been smashed because um surveillance of um of car parks around britain like cctv camera surveillance around britain in car parks has revealed that while women take longer than men to get their cars into small spaces they do it more skillfully they actually do it more successfully so um all these Security cameras all over the country Apparently have Well the ones that are left That haven't been
1: crashed into by women
0: (laughs) Very funny These security cameras have revealed That women may park more slowly But they do it more successfully So men probably do it quickly And tend to have more accidents Um, But I imagine that uh, If you had a competition To see who could uh, uh, park um, A car in the most exciting way It would probably be won by a man I think it'd be one by... um, Jim Carrey in in Ace
1: Ventura. Steve Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. From Beyond the Grave. He's dead now. He'd still be better than any woman.
0: Yeah, apparently I've got another story here. Jamie Alexander, (coughs) 18 years old, uh, was uh, recently named the the country's stupidest thief because he um, broke into his next-door neighbour's house and stole some items from it, right? And, um, Sounds like your cousin's next-door neighbour. It does sound like that. So Alex- Probably is him, isn't it's, it? I don't think so. Alexander was caught less than an hour after he broke into his neighbour's house um, when his neighbour um, looked over the garden fence and saw Alexander wearing his stripy jumper and retuning his own TV. So this idiot, basically, um, broke into his next-door neighbour's house, stole his clothes and stole his TV... And then used them just next door. So the neighbour looks over the fence and there's, there's the guy wearing his clothes and watching his own TV. I think normally what you do when you steal something from your next door neighbour is you, you probably sell it or something like that so that your next door neighbour, when they look at you, they don't immediately notice that uh, it was you yeah. who stole all their stuff.
1: Very deranged people out there. Yes, very there disturbed are. people out there. Yeah. you should probably say you read that from the week, didn't you?
0: I did. Yeah, I read that from the week, which is a fantastic publication, which is um, something I read every week.
1: Um, I've finished.
0: Yeah, you finished. Right, There's okay. loads
1: more news stories, but oh, it's been very cold.
0: It has been freezing all cold. across
1: Europe. My mate in Poland, it's minus twenty or something at the moment.
0: Jesus, minus twenty, really. God, that is really yeah.
1: I'm, I'm sure. I think B, it is. Yeah, I sure can a... Twenty in some places,
0: like in, I th- I think in um, all over all over Serbia Europe, was stupidly cold. All, yeah, yeah, Serbia was. I think
1: what cold. disturbed me is the night of the cold snap. Like, I can't remember which country it was. I'm afraid, but um, like forty homeless people died or yeah. more. Like loads and loads of homeless people died. I mean, it's just yeah. such a horrible thought that people haven't got a home to go to, and when it gets that cold, you just die. Yeah, you know that is that is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that's the kind of thing I'm talking about when I'm talking about the Olympics. When there's people actually dying on the street and they're yeah. holding a multi-million-pound festivals.
0: Yeah, what should we do about it? It's,
1: anyway, on a, let's, just let's, to let's end, on on a, on end on a happy <laughs> note, we?
0: think of something positive to tell me. Come on, to tell desperately me. drag some kind of uh, positive, a positive remnant. news story. Just no, just anything positive. I want you to tell me something positive about the future. It's good to think positively. Oh, I, I, Mike... learned that. I learned that recently. I just, I've just noticed I've been reading advice from people. i watched a video on YouTube by this businessman that you told me about, mm. this publisher who had an amazing life. And I also read other advice from other people. And uh, this idea, which I believe, which is that if you are positive and if you think about the future in positive terms and you expect things to turn out well, mm. then they probably will but if you look at the future and think of it in negative terms like oh god i'm not going to get a job or i'm going to be unhappy i'm never going to find the right person for me i'm never going to get married then you're more likely to have an unhappy life so what we should do is despite the fact that there are sort of various negative things happening in the world we should still try and make an effort to make the future positive by by just hoping and expecting that things will 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 be better in the future and actually then making an effort to, to make them better. So, tell me something positive about the future now, so we can end this episode on a lighter, more happy note. So, go on. You've had time to think.
1: Just. Um, okay, something, the first thing that comes to my mind uh, brain computer interfaces.
0: <laughs>
1: now, brain, this is something. Whoa whoa
0: whoa, 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 what do you mean? Brain computer interfaces?
1: Something I've been interested well, in for a while. What it does mean? It means a link. From your brain to a computer.
0: So you're saying that your brain and like the internet are going to be... They connected. can
1: now... What is it? They can... There was a bit of... I can't remember exactly the details, but they wired up someone's brain and they got them to think of words. Mm-hmm. And then they put it through a program which analyses the brainwave activity yeah. and compares it to when the word is being said or heard. Yeah. And they found out that it's pretty close. They can basically match. If I think of a word, they can analyse that brainwave activity and match it to when I say a word. So they can kind of um, not read your mind, but if you're wired up to this machine, they can help people that can't talk, people that are in a coma, people that are seriously trapped in their own bodies and help them them communicate via a computer. When
0: you say a word, your brain... Uh, produces, makes a pattern produces electrical signals right yeah so um and scientists have managed to like connect your brain to a computer or not your brain but like someone's brain to a computer mm. and they've 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 noticed that when you say a word um electrical impulses will come out of your brain right but also when you think that word but don't say it just think it the electrical impulses are very similar mm. so the computer identifies the same word yeah so what the what what you're saying is the implication of this is that eventually you'll be able to connect your brain to a computer and you'll be able to think and make the computer do things
1: yeah and also for people who are trapped in their own bodies who can't communicate you know say if you're completely paralyzed you yeah. can't talk you can't move your hands yeah. you can't do anything but your brain is still functioning well mm-hmm. you can they think you'll be able to Communicate with the outside world Using wow. this technology wow, wow. And it's pretty amazing And it I is. think this is just the start of it yeah. I mean they can also at the moment Wire you up to a brain And by thinking you can move a cursor left or right Or you can change the screen from one side to the other Or yeah. you know Very basic controls yeah. But they, they're they now working out how to I mean it's quite scary as well Because I think in our lifetime We'll start to see computer brain interfaces More and more yes. And it'll get to the point where It's almost working alongside your brain, and imagine you know if you have a whole iMac in your brain.
0: Well, like for me, that I can see why you know there's there's obviously military applications. I can see how that's going to happen. That the we've got the internet, we've got computers which are like amazing, but one of the main problems we have is just uh, the interface between you and the computer. It's slow. Like like you know they've come up with the iPad, which is amazing because it's just a screen. You just it's Mm. really intuitive. Uh, um, like uh, the iPhone is the same kind of thing but it's still not perfect it's still difficult really so what would be perfect would be to look at the computer and to be able to like just access information just by thinking about like you look at Wikipedia and say "Um, you know reading about brain interfaces and you go I don't know what interface means I wonder what that means and just thinking that makes the computer tell you what it means so eventually the internet and you just become part yeah. of the same thing. And you'll which be hooks, flying
1: around this virtual well, it world. It
0: hooks your brain up to everyone else's mm. brains, doesn't mm. it, really?
1: Potentially. And it's also, the technology will evolve and the brains will also evolve around the technology. So there'll be a dual evolution of technology and organic change, evolution, yeah. happening at an accelerated rate. So, so the, and I think we could eventually transcend our bodies completely and yeah. attain... A higher level of consciousness <laughs> via technology, yeah. and I think that's true. I don't think that's a joke, I think that's true.
0: So, we, we would be able to uh transcend these earthly bodies, yeah, one day.
1: But it could be a nightmare, it could be a dystopia as well as a, a beautiful yeah. thing, well, you it know. It could
0: be if it's if it's you know put into the wrong hands, yeah.
1: I mean, we've all seen Robocop
0: and the, and, uh, the Matrix, of course, yeah. The Matrix, um. Maybe, is that science fiction or science, or is it science fact? <laughs> uh, we, we never know. But what I do know is that if we do manage to connect our brains to the internet, then um, you know, you'll know you just be able to get Luke's English podcast direct to your, to your brain. <laughs> yeah. You won't have to download it. You'll just be able to connect to it. Uh, you you'll know, be able to connect to
1: Luke's want. brain and just look through it you'll and just, sift through yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you'll just be able to access my brain. <laughs> I, I don't recommend that.
1: Don't hold your breath. It won't happen for at least a couple of years. But Podomatic, I'm sure, are going to be first in the field for this technology. <laughs> braincast. <laughs> braincast. Brain... English braincast. Braincasting coming to us, uh, a brain to you. Coming to a brain cerebral cerebral near you. Cortex near you. <laughs> And that's, on that note, thank you. I think you. That's,
0: that's the end of this episode, so we can look forward to, um, you know, uh, brain uh, braincasts from Luke's yeah. English podcast. Thank you very, very much so. for listening. And
1: thank- I hope Luke uh, goes through this and meticulously picks out some useful phrases in amongst all this gibberish.
0: God, this is like an hour, an hour. And ten minutes or something. It's a lot it, of work. Give us oh, some what?
1: give us some feedback if you if you like it, if you hate it, if you want some more phrases, whatever, let us know because. Yeah. Otherwise it's a waste of time and thanks for listening and um, I'll send Luke some money.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I do, I do have to pay for this He website. pays for all this yeah. technology. I, I pay for the subscription to Podomatic and they charge me quite a lot of money because I use a lot of bandwidth. So and, I do uh, need regular donations. He's
1: saving up for his brain interface.
0: Yeah, if, if I don't get the donations, I won't be able to record Luke's English Braincast and uh, and then where we we'll would be
1: I don't know. But um, Back in the stone age I
0: will, What I will do on this episode is I'm going to listen to this again and I'm going to write down a number of phrases that I hear. Now there's so much language and so many phrases in this episode that I can't do everything but I will write down a number of phrases which I identify as being good useful phrases that maybe you don't know and I'll write them on the, the web page and I'll write some, some definitions yeah. and so you can read those and you can expand your vocabulary. What i and then I recommend that you listen to it again And that will be a good way of just reinforcing The vocabulary that you um, Have picked up And you will understand more and more Of what we're saying And I
1: should probably say as a disclaimer We do make jokes about things like American football and stuff Not meant in a nasty way, we're just yeah. having a laugh We love America really We love us. all sorts of things And <laughs> and uh, what was the other thing I was going to say Oh yeah, if we got any of the facts wrong on it, Any of the uh, legal stuff um, the views and opinions voiced on Luke's English podcast do not represent the views of Luke's English podcast itself, but merely the byproducts of a badly researched brother and <laughs> should not be taken literally or legally.
0: The, uh, the intention behind uh, every episode of Luke's English podcast <laughs> is purely to educate on uh, uh, the matters of an English nature um, pertaining to uh, vocabulary and the language and is in any way is in no way uh, intended to be an absolute statement of a uh, fact regarding legal issues and whether or not the queen is an alcoholic. <laughs> um, so thank you very she much. Is. Thank you she is. <laughs> Thank you very very much for listening and uh, that's it from us. Bye bye. bye 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 bye. Thank you for listening to Luke's English podcast for more information visit teacherluke.podomatic.com.